months, but it's exciting. Excited to talk about sex rooms. All right, yeah. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people, beautiful universe, you know, universal people. We want to talk about, I mean, we just, this a conversation we just want to have. I mean, again, it's, 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 it's our conversation. And if we decide to put it out, that's great. You know, whoever it benefits, <laughs> I guess that, that's great. Yeah, I think we're learning to do that more. Like, to, for years we've been, been, yeah. been um, having a lot of conversations to ourselves. Yeah. Like, so many intimate it's like oh we should have said that we should have recorded that oh we should have a podcast or we should just be talking about these things but we just did not have enough courage to talk about them but we never got to it like we never got to that but okay we were talking we were talking ourselves out of it yeah Yeah, we had to work through some stuff i think internally and separately so yeah we're here now and i think this conversation can be beneficial um to people so yeah, I'm ready for the combo. You know, I always say, I mean, I'm not talking for anybody. I'm talking for myself mm-hmm. and having a beautiful conversation with my wife. So mm-hmm. no formula, no trying to be nice or trying to be right or trying to be, you know, polished up or whatever it is. You know, that's I'm not, not focused on that. Yeah. We want to talk about sex, building a sex room. So we want to talk about where that stems from, the show and all. Yeah, so Netflix has a show right now called uh, How to Build a Sex Room, and there is a lady who was uh, originally just a regular um, interior designer until some of her clients started reaching out to her to build what they call a sex room. So it's just a room that they envision where they can go away from the stresses of work, from, you know, your mind not wanting you to go there and just um, bask in pleasure and experience sex with each other in different ways in different forms based on what suits suits the yeah the couple and i think that's a that's a great i think that's a great great idea not necessarily because of the physical room in terms of a sex room but the 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 atmosphere that it puts you into that that idea puts you into of and thinking about sex yeah i think that's very i think it's interesting because there were several couples on this show and a few of them stick out to me um one couple they they had they wanted to experience pleasure together but their home and their bedroom was like in chaos and they had mountains of laundry they just had all of these different things that were not suiting to make an atmosphere well for receiving pleasure or having sex and so i thought that that was really like key because so many people you know are doing their thing around their house and it's like well which room can you even like get away from the stresses of today and get present enough to want to engage in sex yeah so, for your mind to be right for me i think a key thing is a mind because what that's that's what, what the whole idea what it sets you up is to put your mind in a frame where you begin to think about sex properly and when you think about sex properly it wouldn't just be a quick satisfaction and then moving on but it would be a time where you kind of soak up that whole sex process which is, <laughs> i think is, is, the, is the most important yeah. thing because that room a, a place like that having a thought like that takes you through a process rather than again somebody going to work work, being worked out, come back and then boom, 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 they have sex 
next day life goes on that type of thing you know? yeah there's not really a sense to be you present know? i was listening to somebody who was talking about you know before sex during sex and after sex that whole thought process like it's a whole atmosphere it's a whole process it's a whole environment it's not just again the, the during sex and i feel like most people are within the during sex process mm -hmm. that there's no work on before and after like right after sex we'll go about our business yeah. before sex maybe we jump into it sometimes you know of course there are spontaneous times that people have sex and all of that which yeah is but i think that there's also value in saying okay this is my time that i am going to receive pleasure or i'm going to like get present and get into this moment like there's a step leading up to that like you know there's a way that you prepare your mind your body your space to be able to engage and i think that um i think there's value in having or thinking about sex in a way where it's like a sacred act because it is it's too if you want it to be if that's what you desire it can be the coming together of two souls and i think that's what i've always desired and when i was finally able to communicate that to you it's like you wanted the same thing so yeah so i mean again these are these are things that i always say they are work in progress it's something you learn and keep learning and keep learning because nobody knows enough and you never finish learning like there's so much that you can always keep striving for more but the problem is when it stops when people stop the day people stop learning so when you stop learning you start dying the day people stop actually trying to one like maybe experiment the day people drive so people stop say talking. okay i mean maybe you're you're nearly married for only one year two years of course we're we married for more than that but you know you've been together for only three or five years just give it give it some time when when you're married for 20 years and you understand how your sex life just dwindles down but no it is when you stop learning in 10 years time or 20 years time then you start going down because there are a lot of other people too yeah who are still who going. are still going and it's just a day at a time i feel like like when people commit each day at a time today you may say fine tomorrow but the goal is not to stop learning not to stop giving your chance yourself a chance to explore to learn new things to find out new ways like yesterday i didn't do better today i can have it better for me that's a key not because anybody is perfect in anything but because some people are willing to keep trying and keep learning and not giving up at any point and say okay now we're mine for 20 years i mean what, what do we care about sex for but sex is still the, the engine that keeps the relationship it's about, going. too many people dying inside i think it's like, i think it's um i think that is an opportunity you know couples who come to a certain age and it's like okay what's what do i really like what's new to discover about my partner we're all evolving but it's like have you tapped in have you connected with your partner to see okay we've been married for 20 something years like what is it what is it that you want to explore now what is it that drives you now like that's your chance to to get to know a new a new individual and to spark something new between you two so you know. yeah i think something just came to my mind like 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 try and listen like try and you think like people especially when, when people are growing older and staying together for long mm -hmm. and they feel like they've tried all the things they can try around the bedroom area mm -hmm. you know so it's like their home is a place is the only place for sex so there's no different avenues where you can actually explore different things yeah That's and a lot of people's home the energy in their like, home is just like it can sometimes be bad or it can just be suffocating so how can you even 
express in that type of yeah. environment. So some people need to just get away. Go on a vacation. Get a van. Get in a different hey, we location. Should, we, run there, we should get a van. A van, yeah. a sex van. Like, like okay. Different, different things <laughs> as, you, as you progress. Once your house hey. is no longer enough, I mean, that's why, That's again, that's why the idea of maybe a sex room is good because a sex room can have different options, different things, different changes and atmospheres i was gonna say there is value in a two couples coming together and actually like you know building a sex room together because now you have to think about now you have to be open with your partner you have to say okay i'm interested yeah, in this i want to try this let's put this in here and it just allows you to have an open conversation like when do people really have a chance to talk about sex like you don't talk about it in the act for the most part and it's it's kind of awkward to just bring that up if some people are not open to it so it's like this coming together gives you that room to yeah. sort of openly talk about it in a non-judgmental way look i tell people especially of course from where i come from we don't it's a taboo to, to mention certain things mm -hmm. you know it's a taboo so if you grow up in an environment where you can't even talk about it, you can't even mention the name sex where do you start a conversation from when you when you get married? And when, a lot of people in relationships to where, like, communication in terms of it's like it's like husband wife, mm -hmm. maybe children. There's always this barrier between everybody. It's all yes, it's good to have boundaries, but unnecessary boundaries. So the the wife's job is to give this, is give that. The husband's job is to give this, give that. Like there's no crossing point where we actually sit down to really talk about what we really need. Like, what does she really want? What do you really want? Hmm. To be, the people are not able to get to that point where they can have those stupid conversations. People are just stuck and in their roles. I, yeah. I, think, I think that it starts with somebody, and, and, and of course, somebody initiating and the two of you initiating to begin to have these little conversations. And sometimes, too, something just gets to my mind that when people have something to hide mm -hmm. that they are not proud of, that they are ashamed of, it is difficult for them to be open to certain conversations, to even initiate certain conversations because it's they know true. it will lead to something that Skeletons they are insecure about, something that they are scared about, something that they are worried about. And I, I, I mean, that that is just it's, that is a hindrance. Cycle. And to, once you keep that going, you just it is a hindrance like to intimacy. I think, like I think, one of the things that we did before we got married, we had a I don't yeah, know if you remember the session. That. I was good at yeah, about we that. had that a session. Crazy. Yeah, that, but that was very powerful. That's one of great experiences that I've had where you like you sit with your partner the sun is on our face we are the ocean so you know we see it squinching our eyes um, and we, we have this what do you call it um, counselor marriage counselor it was like a family cousin Randy yeah and and, and we, we decided to ha take this session with, with him you know I said no type of we're, we're doing that with some other people for some of our, our own pastor and all of that. Yeah, we so did most of We felt like we wanted to, to tap into different avenues and different things to, to, to you know, open up our minds and everything. One mm -hmm. of the things that Pastor Randy went through with us that I thought that was very cool was between the two of you, anything that you have in your mind that you have never told anybody. Because when you ask something that you're, you're vulnerable and feel vulnerable about, that's when you, you cannot go to some extent when we're doing that i didn't think about it in context of even sex and other future things that will happen and other connections mm. and what conversations that could help open up to but once we did that of being open to anything that you have that you're ashamed of that you're not proud of wow. that you've done in the past it's forgotten in the past if you're able to share with your spouse hmm. like when, when i say secrets, secrets that you think 
you 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 thought you would take it. to the grave. <laughs> like I done told him some secrets oh that I thought goodness. I would take to the grave. And the feeling hey, of here, like, the feeling you know, of being able to open hey, up crazy. to my partner, that's that was that was, that's that was crazy. amazing. Like, yeah. like like there's a certain feeling that sometimes you you may never encounter until you have certain encounters. Certain different encounters at different stages at different times of life. And that was one of those moments where you have this unique feeling you cannot explain. Well, I'll just have to say, though, I mean, I have to go back. I think that's a pattern in our life. Like, you know, we were meant to do heavy, like, heavy work, inner work. Because I met you, I connected with you off of sharing something that I thought that I would never tell anyone. And it was like, it was during a time when I was going to Africa and, you know, searching for so many different things. And I, I find myself in Ghana, I find myself in front of this guy that I don't know. And it's like, okay, I don't know him, probably will never see him again, but he's a nice person. And I'm just gonna share and open myself up and share and about vulnerable. this and be vulnerable about this thing that's been hurting me. And like, here's, a, here's a thing just to add to, to, to that, that when you engage in such, and this is my experience, when, there's, when you engage in such a thing with your spouse or your partner, somebody in a relationship where when you engage in that type of openness what happens is that the other party there is something about truth and about openness yeah that and about brokenness that sometimes brings about better bonding so for me once somebody is able to open up and tell you something like that there's a certain type of energy that connects to you and that's what you come to find out that you and your partner will be extraordinary Going for it. it doesn't mean there'll be no problems. I mean, there are things you went through, you keep growing, that's why you don't stop learning. But at the end of the day, for a period, and, 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 and from that point onwards, it is going to create a certain type of openness and, and, and the ability to be able to share more as things unfold and as things come yeah, up. How you feel today. Levels and exactly. layers with your, with your partner. Because here's the thing, babe. The way you will feel today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, we may not feel that way. What do you mean by that? What I mean is that if today you feel like maybe having sex in the kitchen mm -hmm. is an example. Mm -hmm. Let me say something. Crazy example. Maybe tomorrow, your desire will be having sex on the beach. Okay. Or your desire. So what I'm basically saying is that people evolve each day. And you have so, to be able to have open lines of exactly. communication. Who we are today may totally transform based That's on true. a perspective we encounter tomorrow. So when you're not in a place where you can have conversations, tomorrow, tomorrow's change is, is, is hidden. The next day's change is, is hidden. So now you're compiling stuff that you're not able to share. And you know, it's just a matter of time, time like a balloon before it best. And when the best is either you're both gonna walk away or something i mean you're, sometimes it may never best but you guys are all bottled up in, in a relationship i mean how would you be happy you cannot be happy life is too short when you spend one month unhappy like you're in a relationship and the way you're having sex with your partner maybe you don't like you want to explore more but you can share it and you keep that for for one month or one year like that's one year of suffering one year of wasted life because here's the thing, at the end of the day, if you don't share and you die, I always say they bury you alone. That's Brown, one of my mentors, he says, he said, when you die, you're buried alone. So, I mean, why are you out here not speaking your truth to, to, to power and so, to with your spouse? That's crazy. How I just want to say, I just want to put share? it out there. Like, 
too many people have have thoughts, people who are in the bedroom with them while they're having sex. They thinking about their pastor. They thinking about what their mama and their grandmama used to say about sex. They thinking that it's dirty. They thinking that they're dirty. They're thinking so many different thoughts. And it's detrimental. It's detrimental to connection. It's detrimental to intimacy. It's detrimental to union. Like, how can we, as a community, move forward if we cannot have intimate relations? Like, what are we really, what are we really doing? I think, I think, I think sex, sex is a very great and, 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 and an amazing thing that God and the universe, the creator, orchestrated that you cannot explain, you cannot think about, but he has such great energy that if you're not able to explore and, 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 and enjoy you're, you're, you're really you'll miss out yeah you're really missing you're out missing on a out beautiful connection on, on sex but you're missing out on so many other beautiful things in your life that connect can open up i feel like because that energy i mean think about all the things that you've talked about the devil and the demon and all of that is it also has started with, with the idea of sex isn't that crazy that that something there's something that is trying to to, to fight against sexuality or, or intimacy because, I mean, let's go to one of the religious books. The Bible always wants to go to the religious books. We have a lot of lessons in the Bible. The Bible I don't the, like to the debate the Bible. Books, I'm not debating the Bible. The religious books are good books where you can learn lessons from their songs. But there are things that you have to go to decode to, to use wisdom to, to have understanding. I'm, I'm saying, right from, if, if the Garden of Eden was the beginning of time and we go by that theory, I mean, that was that's a sex situation, right, there that we've... No, it that, was just sexuality. It was just I mean, two people who were naked. That's it. Just in their normal naked well, self. But, but, in their but, normal sexuality. But, but, but the whole idea of something coming in to the whole idea of devil okay. getting involved with that space and making them ashamed okay. of themselves. Like, that's a very powerful intrusion that is distorting what if that was a, the reality what well what no was? i think it distorts i think it distorts people's perception of themselves and viewing themselves in a beautiful light like so you must be ashamed of your true naked body you must you know you you know it's just that's where exploring just, comes in i mean because if people can't feel comfortable with themselves when they like, take yeah. off their clothes how will like they be feel, be comfortable enough they for it? i mean sense. i don't mean if we're living in truth we're living in, in, in a place but, you know i don't want us to put it in the perspective of adam and eve because some people may not believe in adam and eve well i so. I, I don't myself but i'm just yeah. using that that scenario of, of 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 people being naked and not caring yeah that's the whole idea people being naked and not caring and then they have to bring in something to break that 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 chain it tells you how powerful that whole thing is and then from there supposedly this mm -hmm. is where all the beginning of our problems so if we look at that in terms of sexual energy, I feel like when, if your if your if your relationship or your your, your, your sex life is is, is traumatized mm -hmm. or is, is intruded into is, is messed up with, that messes up with a lot of subsequent things that shows up that is that unfolds in your life, and I feel like people need to really well, think about that and have this conversation. The reality is is that. 
like we were saying there's a there's a certain mindset that you need to be able to have in order to build up like this is we're talking about the before we're talking about the before of the act and there's you know like one certain things that you could do as your partner is just flirt with your partner or just send that type of energy out to each other throughout the day joke with each other you know you know you can touch your partner throughout the day but most people are not doing those things they don't feel comfortable enough to do those things because it's like okay no we don't we don't do those things outside we, we keep that type of energy private we wait until we get in our home to do that type of energy and then when it's like it's like you're trying to make a switch turn on when it doesn't work like that it's like you're supposed to have that type of energy throughout the day so that it leads and builds up so that when you get home you can be able to express that i think that. that's a that's a that's a good conversation just to talk about men and women the idea of men and women um, I mean, yeah maybe me, that might not be the for case me, for, for a man me being a, for me being a man <laughs> men are very quick when it comes to yeah, sexual, you can quickly turn on like sexual, that. Yes, that's true. Things. And, it's not and, the same and that's women. why it's a disadvantage. I don't know the day for this, for, for 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 both, for especially for the women. And eventually, if it's bad for the women, for those men, you know, most men, I feel like, for the most part, if we had our way, we want to work our way from the before. We want to just go straight to the point. You know, we don't want to beat up. Excuse me, a bit about the booth. For most men, that's what naturally we desire. But then once we do that and we cut that corner, now that lady is going to be very uncomfortable and now that affects your part as well because there's a certain type of enjoyment that i've come to realize that men also feel when you go through the process that people don't realize we're, we're, we think that it's just about that climax period for men but no it's the connection you, piece yeah if you if you begin to introduce yourself to a lot more exploration a lot more connection really going through the, the process and it's not necessarily about doing oh let's go explore like the most kinkiest thing no, ever no, 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 it's no. just about the vulnerability and the work that you do outside of the bedroom that can allow for you to have this beautiful deep connection with your partner when that time sex. is up yeah. when you get to that so when i said before it's not when you enter the bedroom type of before not just that no anything that can lead towards eventually getting to that meeting point is very crucial and after that it's very crucial and again nobody is nobody knows enough like these are things that it's work in progress for everybody so the day you stop learning the day you stop exploring the day you stop searching that's the day of course you start declining or if you don't decline you de you, de you decline by default just mm. by being the same mm. so if, if if you don't necessarily change get worse but maybe your style in, t in 10 years time becomes so unmoded that it sets you back even though you are the same place so your improvement today can be a setback tomorrow. So you don't have to necessarily stop searching and stop learning and stop exploring and stop finding out how I can be better. I mean, if I'm good today, tomorrow I can be better. If I'm better tomorrow, next time I can be better. So uh, Les Brown says, he said there's no perfection. You know, it's improvement. He said practice makes improvement. Because always, you can always improve. You can always improve. And that's the goal for me. That's one thing I've always used to encourage myself. I tell people, not because, I, I don't say the things I say because I'm perfect today, no. But because I'm open to learning. So tomorrow when somebody tells me something new that I know that can be helpful, I'm open to learning and exploring. That's the key. That's the key. And that's what I always like to point out for people to understand. Because when you share stuff for people, they think that you, you, you feel like maybe you, you've gotten to some gurus thing. Oh, no. Perfect. No, no, no. Even gurus there's, need to learn. There's days Every where... Time. 
you know, I'm getting to a point where it's not like that anymore. But there's days where I have the most beautiful intimacy and there's days that I feel disembodied. And it's like, okay, I still have more work, more, um, more work to, to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I, I think, I feel like that's the, that's the key that most people need to understand. That again, today is great for today. But tomorrow is another day. You have to be open to, to doing some work tomorrow as well when you have the chance. So each day you keep climbing, each day you keep climbing. And one day, hey, we all pass from the face of this earth and we would have, would have truly lived each day. Each day can be beautiful. Like, Lord Jesus, why would you want to waste today in hopes of tomorrow? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, again, so let me circle it back to sex room before we... Yeah, before we meet. The whole point of a sex room, for me, is something that creates an awareness that we have to be open to exploring and be open to, to taking care of us when it comes to sexuality and, and, and sex and all of that. It's a mind, it starts from the mind. And when it comes the, to pleasure, yes, yes people that's, that's should be able pleasure. to feel pleasure. Real enjoyment. supposed to be pleasurable with feelings of guilt and shame and fear around the entire act it takes away from the act it takes yes. away from people's ability to just enjoy and i feel like there's there's some couples the sex room also can serve as a liberation from judgment because i feel like there are people who go to, to sex with their spouses and once their spouse maybe may have seen something somewhere may have heard something somewhere and they want to experiment all of a sudden, they feel like your, your, your partner is a, is a little demon. <laughs> and once you do that, the next time, they can never share anymore. They cannot, they cannot be open to, to sharing anything. When they come across something, they feel like experimenting. I feel like you're touching my ear. I'm just supposed to touch my ear during, during sex. You know, be open, be open to, to, to that. I mean, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you can't have conversations. Like, just give an example. Like it's what? You didn't right. give an example. That I'm saying that's my ear gives me pleasure during sex. Oh, they're not able to say that? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm saying the other partner should be open and not judge them. Oh, okay. Okay. Because then once you do that, there's no way they can share. And that's where the exploration ceases. And again, it doesn't mean you can't have conversations. Honest conversations like, hey, I feel some way about my ears. So then you, you work your way through these things. I mean, I'm not saying there'll be... People will not come up sometimes come up with crazy stuff. You can come up with crazy stuff, yeah, but at the end of the day you need to be open to having a conversation. Nothing should be nothing should be like I feel like people should be able to just express themselves. Yeah. Too many people are saying, Okay, this person will think I'm crazy if I say this. Or the other person is like, if I think about that, that's crazy. Or this is something that traditionally has been frowned upon in my culture. So it's deemed crazy. Yeah. But it's like, have you stepped outside of your your, the way that your culture thinks, have you stepped outside of the way that the people around you think to, to, to really feel like, do I believe it's crazy? Do I think that this is just too taboo for me to actually be able to enjoy? And once you were able to separate yourself from that, you'll find that I actually do think I might like that. I might like to try that. Like, and then and it's just, and then it's open. We are a perfect example of, of, of different perspectives life because i'm from ghana i'm from africa 110 percent grew up there 
I've learned a lot of different ways and different things. Grew up, growing up, and you are from you're from America, with different background, different perspectives to a lot of different things. So even our openness is the stuff is different. So for us, if you have such a combination, you are not open to communicating, you are not open to learning, you are not open to like that'll be a big clash. That'll be a, that's a big a big setback. Oh yeah, you would just wouldn't understand it, your way, part. Exactly, because you you have a total way of the program to how you see sex and how you see bedroom issues, and your spouse also has a completely different. So if there's no openness to to, to communicate hmm. and see what each other like, what each other thinks, that's crazy. And and that's just us. Most people, you may be from the same place, but from some totally yeah. I just wanted to say something to that, yeah. like most people who are from the same culture, like they are thinking about what they're thinking in the confines of their own home, their own upbringing, their own thoughts about sex, and then they think their other part, their partner may have the same thoughts about that, and that might not even be the case. Like maybe they think something totally different about sex, but that's where the communication. with a new partner you need to discuss your backgrounds you need to discuss your views about sex even before you get married because you're setting yourself up for you know for yeah a disaster if you do not discuss sex before you get married yeah it looks so beautiful so beautiful um i think that's that's very that's very 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 people just have to open to having these conversations that's it and then it starts one home at a time one home at a time one home at a time you know one relationship at a time one self pleasure at a time <laughs> and we keep it pushing you know we keep it pushing. yeah of course not everybody will be in a relationship everybody will get married does it mean these people should be denied pleasure no they should they, they, and, and that's one thing about the sex room it wasn't just for people who are married people who are in a relationship no so, so people who are just are able to enjoy themselves by themselves i, I mean, feel like that's i feel like that's something I mean, so bold very, for very you to say but it's something that i think is i think is um I think it's something that people should really consider like people should really consider that because being able that's where the harnessing of that energy comes in it's a beautiful energy it's a creative energy and you can either choose to, to utilize it to be able to enjoy just you love yourself self-love the highest form of self-love or you can use that time to then decide that you want to transmute that energy, that beautiful creative energy into something else and be able to think of a, a creative project, whatever it may be. The sun is out. We have the ocean and the sun is out. Hey. So. so it's been a beautiful time talking with y'all. Yep. Until God next bless. time.